Hello and welcome to Channel 17's Town Meeting Television and another in our live candidate forums for Town Meeting 2020. I'm Matt Kelly and I'm pleased to be joined at the table this evening by two candidates seeking to join the City Council from Ward 4. I'm joined tonight by Sarah Carpenter, running as a Democrat, and running as an Independent, Erica Reddick. Ladies, welcome to the table. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for your willingness to serve our city. Yeah, Thank you. Glad to be here. Our format for this evening's forum is quite simple. We'll begin with a round question and answer where each candidate will start by introducing themselves and why they feel they are qualified to run for City Council. The questions have been vetted by each party, each candidate, and this is also your opportunity to call on in and ask each candidate questions individually or collectively. That number is 862-3966. So ladies, let's begin with your opening statement and Sarah Carpenter will begin with you. Sure, thanks, thanks a lot. Um, I am very interested in being a council and have thought about this for some time. I actually retired about 20 years ago 20 years ago, excuse me, uh, after 20 years at Vermont Housing Finance Agency this last year. Uh, and in that position, as well as my former position with the Cathedral Square Housing, I had lots of work in statewide housing policy, housing finance. Um, my organization was a multi-million multi dollar organization that did bonding and um, used housing tax credits and worked a lot within the government sector. And I think I can bring all of those skills um, to the city council. I've been very active in financing rental housing, home mortgages, as well as supportive service programs for housing residents. And through that process, I've negotiated a lot of contracts, worked with a lot of differing interests. And I, again, I think I bring all those skills to the city council and really want to um, work for the city I love. I've always lived in Burlington. Um, local um, government is where the action happens and I would really like to be part of that. Very good. Erica Reddick, your opening statement please. Thank you. Uh, my name is Erica Reddick. I ha was born and raised in Vermont, educated here at Champlain College. I currently own my own accounting consultancy called I Love Your Money. Uh, I Never thought I could enjoy accounting because it's so boring, but when you start your own business and you get to choose the people that you work with and actually help businesses on the brink of bankruptcy, people on the brink of bankruptcy come back from that and have thriving businesses. Uh, it's really fun and exciting and it actually is what I think really qualifies me to help a city like Burlington come back from the things that we're struggling with. Um, I moved back here uh, in 2018 and was pretty shocked at the level of decline in um, affordability and how so many people had left, seeing that Vermont has a, um, a negative population growth because the middle class is being squeezed out so hard that no one can survive anymore. And I said, I just think that we can do better than this. And I love how Vermonters and Burlington people are so loving and caring and giving and they want to do for their communities and they want to contribute as much as possible. But it doesn't seem like the policies that have been enacted have been super effective. And so I think having another look at that, maybe having some fresh eyes and some fresh blood uh, would do really well for the city. 
Very good. Uh, a reminder that uh, if you'd like to call in, uh, the number is 862-3966. We'll be taking your calls live here on the air at Channel 17. And ladies, we do have a caller at this time. Uh, so caller, you're live on the air with uh, both uh, candidates for Ward 4 City Council for the City of Burlington. Uh, do you have a question for either or both candidates? And if so, please ask it. Hi, yes. So, uh, my name is Andrew. I have a question for Sarah. I'd like to know what's one thing you'd like to accomplish during your first term on city council. Good question. And of course, you'll have a rebuttal, uh, Erica. But Sarah, uh, a good question. Well, I, I do think um, I uh, can bring a very fresh look to things. Again, I've had a lot of um, uh, practice in government. And I, I think being able to analyze the problems before the city, um, be a consensus builder, is really important. Uh, and I'm, I've been concerned that I see some divisiveness at times in the council. Things get stalled. We can't seem to get to yes. And I think that's a skill set that I can bring with me um, to the council. It'll be hard to point to any one thing. Um, it's, the city's got a pretty full plate. But I do think my, my ability to sort of analyze and um, come to consensus will be very helpful for the council. And I hope I can provide that and be very transparent in the process. Very good. Erica Reddick, uh, your thoughts about what you would like to accomplish in your first term as a city councilor for Ward 4 in the city of Burlington? The first thing that I will uh, start on is deregulation of businesses and builders and things like that. Um, we are strangling the economy here, which is why we can't afford to pay for anything. And we have a crumbling infrastructure and, uh, and skyrocketing taxes. So if we can cut down on the over-regulation and taxation of businesses, which are the lifeblood of the economy, they provide jobs, they provide benefits, they provide the tax revenue that we need to fix things and build things, we need to incentivize businesses to come back to Burlington or to stay. Every small business owner that I know in Burlington is on the brink. The ones that are left are on the brink of leaving because they can't afford to make it here anymore. It's just too much. And you see this in the fact that all of our local businesses on Church Street, or many of them are closing down and being replaced with large franchises who can afford to let their Burlington store be a loss leader for their corporation. And again, I would just say that Burlington can do better than that. Wonderful. Uh, we're back to our uh, callers here. We have uh, a full lineup here of phone calls, uh, so we thank uh, our viewers for dialing on in. Caller, you're live on the air here at Channel 17 with Sarah Carpenter and Erica Reddick. Do you have a question for either or both? And if so, please ask it. Hi, um, this is a question for both of them. My name is Lizzie, and I'm a Ward 4 resident in Burlington. And I just wonder um, what you both believe are the most pressing issues for people in Burlington, um, and specifically in Ward 4. Very good. Thank you for your question, uh, viewer. The most uh, pressing issues for Burlington voters and specifically Ward 4. Erica, we'll begin with you. Uh, Burlington, the most pressing issue is the unaffordability. And the unaffordability and the unaffordability. Particularly in Ward 4, we bear a huge burden of the taxes. So if you're a middle income person, I'll, I'll, as an example, my home is worth $250,000. Because I'm a landlord, I don't get the uh, homestead exemption. 
my property taxes are $7,400 a year for a $250,000 piece of property. There is $1,200 for me worth of tax increases on the ballot this year. The $70 million school bond has not hit our taxes yet either. So potentially with the reassessment by the end of the year, I could be paying $10,000 a year in property taxes. And I can't charge enough in rent to, to cover all of that. I can't certainly have enough money to renovate my home and renovate the property to make it suitable to keep tenants happy and to keep myself happy, take care of my aging mother and do things like that. We in the new North End need to be able to take care of our families. And Burlington's policies and these ever increasing taxes, again, are strangling the lifeblood of our community. Uh, Sarah Carpenter, your response to the most pressing issues for the city of Burlington and for Ward 4 residents. Okay. Um, I, I agree with Erica that affordability is, is an issue, but I do think it's important to point out that 68% um, of the homeowners in Burlington, and there's many in the New North End, um, do receive the rebate from the state on the homesteading. About 60, or almost 60% of renters receive a rebate. So our tax bills in many cases um, aren't on the face value. I think there's a lot of misinformation about the reappraisal um, that will equalize values, which are uneasy, but that does not necessarily at all increase your taxes. I find the folks I talk to really want to keep the livable city that we have and want to do that efficiently and economically, um, but that will take some taxes to do that. We have the privilege in our end of town of having three beautiful parks. It's important that we keep those up and make them accessible. Um, and I do think we need to do more in incentivizing um, activities in our end of town uh, to get draw people more and support the businesses that we already have in our end of town. Very good. Uh, the phone lines are lighting up. We're going to go right to our next caller. Okay, I know great. you uh, would like to respond, but we'll okay. move right to our next caller. Uh, caller, you're live on the air. We thank you for dialing on in. You're live with Erica Reddick and uh, Sarah Carpenter here at Channel 17. Do you have a question for either candidate? Uh, yeah, this question was for both candidates. Do you think uh, property taxes are, are too high, too low, or just about right? Very good. We sort of answered that uh, just now, that property taxes, he was asking if they're too high, too low, too just right. So just a quick 30-second answer. Absolutely too high. Okay. Uh, and, and I would just add that uh, not only the municipal but the school tax is, is just too high. Very good. Uh, Sarah, your your Well, school response. taxes are almost 70% of our taxes, but I think they're fair. We get a lot for our money, and I've worked with many towns in Vermont who pay higher taxes and have a lot less services than we do. Very good. Uh, we're going to move right on. Uh, caller, you're live on the air here at Channel 17 with our town meeting 2020 forum. Candidates uh, Erica Reddick and Sarah Carpenter are waiting your question. Great. Yeah, I just have a question for Erica. Is she related at all to Ted Bundy? Uh, thank you. <laughs> we'll move right on here. Uh, caller, thank you so much for uh, uh, dialing on in. Do you have a question for either Sarah Carpenter or Erica Reddick? Yeah, I have a question for both. I'm wondering, what will you do to promote economic growth in the New North End? Oh, wonderful question. Sarah Carpenter, we'll, we'll begin uh, with you as uh, that sort of dovetails with your last question about trying to uh, uh, bring more visitors to the new North End to actually drive more economic development and support the, the businesses already there. 
Right. I mean, businesses are really driven by the property owners and entrepreneurs who own them. But I would love to see us facilitating um, getting more entrepreneurs and more businesses in the New North End and with it more personal services. Um, the city's done a wonderful job in the South End on Pine Street and I'd like to see us really do something in the New North End to make that happen. And again, I mentioned our beautiful parks. Let's use them more. Let's have fun activities for the whole community. Let's have more festivals in our end of town. I think we're perceived as being sort of a bedroom community of downtown and we really are a thriving community. There's lots of home businesses and we need to promote more of it. Mm -hmm. uh, Erica, your response to uh, supporting businesses and drawing more uh, visitors to the new North End to support them? Yes, I. one of the first things as part of the deregulation that I spoke about in another question would be making sure that we actually can build businesses or have businesses in the new North End. Zoning restrictions because of low density residential and things like that, it actually really restricts our ability to expand and do more in the new North End. Mm, very good. Uh, we are free from callers at this time, so just a reminder, if you do have a question for either candidate, that number to dial in is 862-3966. We're awaiting your questions. So we'll go right to our question and answer here, and uh, I do want to get right to the tax questions. Uh, there are ballot issues, and I want to know your positions on them. Do you support the uh, Burlington school budget as it is written right now for uh, the fiscal 20 year one year uh, budget. Erica, we'll begin with you. I do not support it. Uh, uh, there, you can never spend enough money on education, but you can spend more than the taxpayers can afford. And the unfortunate truth is that as has already been said, the middle class is being squeezed out of Burlington. The people who are bearing the burden cannot afford anymore. So this idea that the city can just continuously come back, whether it's the city of Burlington or the school board, and say, oh, but it's only $500 more. It's only $500 more. Everything is only $500 more to the point where everyone is selling their homes and leaving. And I just find that really unfortunate. I think the more impressive thing would be for a school board to say, what can we do with the resources that we have to make sure that we're spending the money on education, primarily education. It's possible that some fun activities or some extracurriculars may have to be cut, but that is the unfortunate truth when you live in a city that's economically falling apart. Uh, Sarah Carpenter, uh, your thoughts on the fiscal 20 year one budget for the Burlington school system. Do you support uh, the tax increase as it's currently written? I do. Um, you know, education is the heart of what makes a good city. Uh, people come to Burlington um, because we have a good school system. People are not moving out of Burlington. Burlington is, is, a, is a growing city. Um, I realize it's a difficult process and I'm sure it was very painful for the school board to get to where they are without dramatically reducing services. And I encourage all the um, residents and citizens to be active with the school board, but we need to maintain a, a good system. We have a lot of challenges and I will say what I know is the state formulas impact Burlington probably disproportionately. There's this whole thing called a waiting formula, which I 
can't even go into. And that hurts Burlington because I don't believe it adequately gives us the aid we need for some of the diversity that we have in town. So those are challenges, but in the meantime, I think we need to maintain the quality of our system. Very good. Uh, we're going to move right on. We've got callers uh, on the line uh, dialing on in for a live Q&A with our Ward 4 Burlington City Council candidates, Erica Reddick and Sarah Carpenter. Caller, do you have a question for either or both candidates? Yes, I have a question for both candidates. Please ask it. Sure. Uh, I know the focus has been on, on Burlington, and uh, I, I want to know what the candidates feel. If there are any collaborative efforts that can be made with uh, adjacent communities about how we, we can share some costs to maybe save some uh, taxpayer dollars. Very good. Thank you, caller. Uh, the question is about sharing resources between adjacent towns. Um, and it, it probably even talks to a larger question here about our relationship with adjacent towns, certainly as it relates to the airport and with higher grounds uh, intended move from South Burlington to Burlington. So if you want to uh, speak a little bit about those relationships, um, what you think you can do to improve them, I think that would be a, a great uh, response to his question. And Erica, if you don't mind, we'll begin with you. Sure. Um, I would say we already do cooperate with the surrounding towns, as was already mentioned, particularly uh, the police force and the fire. So oftentimes there are not enough either, maybe there's not enough BPD officers on, or if there's something going on in Winooski or Colchester and they don't have enough resources, we share our public safety personnel. and. I would say if there's any opportunity to consolidate and make things more effective and efficient, then we should absolutely do that. Uh, especially if there's anything maybe with like administrative offices or things like that where we could do that. I, I, that is actually a really, really great question. Um, I'm gonna look into that a little bit more and see what already is happening. Again, I know that public safety is already doing that, uh, but as far as what other cooperation we're doing, that's a really great question. Sarah, your thoughts on uh, uh, inter-city uh, cooperation? Well, I actually feel very strongly about it. It's sort of one of my campaign platforms. Um, Vermont has no uh, regional county governance and we could use stronger aspects. The, the mutual aid compact is great, but I think there's many opportunities beyond that. You know, we've got some critical issues and we talk about uh, climate change, traffic, the opioid crisis. Those are regional. I mean, they're national issues as well, but we need to start regionally. And there's a lot of focus on downtown Burlington, but our neighbors need to really work together with us. The whole affordable housing crisis, um, you know, we need to make sure that our neighbors are doing the fair share of helping us create more housing mm -hmm. as, and many other services. Right. Uh, I'm going to just uh, move on here again as uh, we have uh, additional questions here on our Q&A sheet. And I want to continue on the school tax okay. here, but actually uh, move it forward here in terms of the city tax increase, which is, is predicated partially on this increase of emergency services, which is something that both of you candidates had uh, talked about in uh, some of your recent statements. So we'd like to uh, get uh, your opinions on the city tax increase separate of the school tax increase. And Sarah, we'll begin with you on this. Again, I support it. it it's difficult. As I understand it, we've not had an increase in five years. The overall increase is about a percent and a half um, when it's looked at the total tax rate. 
And these are critical services. I, before I began campaigning for years when I did all the work with seniors, I heard about the need for the increased ambulance and fire safety services. And, and I support that. Um, we really, um, this year, need that. I think the city's been pretty good in trying to balance the budget, but five years is a long time to go without an increase. And um, so I do support it to keep the level of services that provides us a really livable city. Okay. Erica Rennick, your uh, response to the uh, city uh, tax increase. I am against the city tax increase, if that wasn't clear before I even started talking. Um, I'm against it, and frankly, I'm furious with the mayor for expecting the fire chief to come and ask for a tax increase. I think it is deplorable that uh, reconstructing the roads for bike lanes and granite curbs have been made the priority by this administration and by city council rather than public safety. Um, there are a lot of things that are being built and paid for that are would like to haves and not needs. And so again, the mayor knows how overtaxed we are. The mayor knows how much our small businesses are struggling. And so to come to the taxpayers and say, you get to choose either between your life being saved or putting food on your table for your family, I think is, is really, as I said, deplorable. And I think that Burlington deserves better than the current uh, policies and agendas that are being followed. Very good. Uh, we're going to uh, remind uh, viewers that our uh, phone lines are open at 862-3966. We have a live Q&A forum with Erica Reddick and Sarah Carpenter both running to uh, represent Ward 4 uh, on the Burlington City Council. We'll continue with our question list here, as obviously there are many other questions on the city uh, ballot regarding uh, proposed city charter changes, the annual housing trust fund, filing of petitions, and non-citizen voting. So those are three specific things that I kind of like to get your take as, uh, again, we've got callers dialing in. So uh, Sarah, we'll begin with you on this. Uh, well, the petition thing I really see is the housekeeping detail. So it's, uh, to me, non-controversial. The Housing Trust Fund, um, as you might guess, I do support. It raises, um, it's one cent. It's been on the books for years and has diminished over the years. The goal is to put it back up to the one cent and create just a tiny pot of seed money. This city gets millions and millions of dollars from private investors who uh, support affordable housing but the city's got to put a little bit of its own skin in the game to get those apartments that we all uh, really need. Mm -hmm. um, the non-citizen issue um, has been withdrawn from the ballot, uh, and I think it's one of the main reasons, as I understand it, is to give everybody more time to discuss it. Um, there was confusion about what the term was. It was, at, it was targeted at legal permanent residents of Burlington. But again, there was a lot of confusion around that. So I would welcome the conversation uh, and the education that will happen in the next year. Very good. Erica, your response to uh, the other ballot questions and charter changes, et cetera, et cetera, that you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, I, I second the petition and the non-citizen voting. It's something I'd be willing to consider. Uh, the petition thing seems like, yeah, the, the non-citizen voting, I, I like the heart behind it. My concern is that barely 20% of Burlington residents vote to begin with. And so if the desire is to have more engagement in our democracy, 
I think we should start with engaging the people who are already on the rolls to actually get out and vote. Um, I think that would be a better use of time, but I understand the heart behind it. Um, the Burlington Housing Trust Fund, again, I'm against the tax increase. We do not have to increase taxes to pay for these things. What we have to do is increase our tax base. And we do that by boosting the economy, by incentivizing businesses to come back. When we incentivize businesses to come back, we have taxpayers who are paying in to the budget, and then we have people who come back and live here and pay taxes into the budget, and then they buy things, and then it increases sales tax, and then meals and use tax, and all of the other taxes go up because we have more people paying the taxes. We don't need higher taxes. We need more people who will pay the taxes. Economic stimulus has to be the number one focus. Very good. We've got uh, more callers coming in from our uh, live uh, viewing audience, and we thank uh, you for dialing in. Caller, you're live with Sarah Carpenter and Erica Reddick. Do you have a question for either or both candidates? And if so, please ask it. Hi, yes, I have a question for Sarah. Um, so my question is, what do you think the city has done well and what needs improvement? Ah, very good. And Erica, we'll give you a chance to uh, okay. respond to that. What has the city done well and what uh, needs improvement? That's a great question. We want to uh, thank the caller for that. I mean, I appreciate that uh, people are concerned um, about affordability, but they have done, I think, a good job in attracting businesses here already. There's more to be done. There's a lot more to be done. But um, some of the development we've seen, the addition of hotels, that's a win-win for the city of Burlington in terms of our tax base. Um, and they need to keep working on that. I feel like we do have a very livable city. We try to reach out to our residents, um, it, make it an attractive place for people to visit and come spend money. Um, and I think all of those initiatives are, are done well. Can we improve them? Of course. And I, I think it's, you know, it all becomes sort of incremental. Mm. Um, we need to just keep upping our game. People want to live in Burlington, and, and they are. And businesses want to come here, and they are. So I think doing right by what we're doing, and then trying to be as open as possible with the community, the taxpayers, about what we're going to do in the future. Sometimes maybe that has been unclear to people, and I think one thing I can bring to the council is um, clear transparency about what the city's planning in the future. Very good. Erica, your response to uh, what the city is doing well and uh, what they could do better and some other things. I think that uh, Burlington is a beautiful city. We have some really beautiful and amazing resources here with the lake and the hill section and the architecture and the history and all of those things. And I think all of those things should be highlighted. I like what they have done with the waterfront. I think regardless, this is if this comes up later, we have to do something with the Moran plant. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Just do literally. It's been closed since the 80s. It's time to just make a decision. Um, so we'll, we'll ask that last question here before we give your uh, final response. And we'll yeah. invite you to respond to that with both Memorial Auditorium and the Moran uh, Station. Given the proposals yeah. that are out there and the challenges with both and the f increases in funding, what do you think should happen with these structures? Erica, continue. We have to make a plan and stick to it, period. 
I don't care what it is. Well, I mean, I kind of care. I mildly care. We should pick something good. Uh, but just stick to it and do it. It doesn't matter. Just figure it out and do it. But don't ask for money from the taxpayers to do it. Raise the money either from private equity investing and a partnership with the city or, again, bring economic stimulus back to the city so that we can actually pay for things. There is no excuse for Memorial Auditorium crumbling in the middle of this city other than our leadership laying down on the job and not keeping their eyes on things that are the most important and priorities here in the city. Sarah, your thoughts about Moran and uh, Memorial and what should happen to both of them? I would love to see them um, renovated and restored, particularly Memorial Auditorium. I have fabulous memories from that, uh, but we don't know the full cost of that, so we're going to have to look hard. I've heard outcries from the public that they want to keep a public open space. There's an RFP out now that I understand um, will partner with a private operator. We need to, you know, steer that course and figure out construction, and I don't believe this is a Burlington problem, this is a Vermont national problem, has risen exponentially. So how we target that, uh, I can't answer that question. I think it's going to be the same issue with the Moran plan. I've heard they've run into problems with remediation and the cost of that. So it's, we're going to have to look at it again. Um, it's just the way it happens with construction. Uh, at this time, we'll ask for final uh, statements yeah. from both our candidates. Our time is running short, unfortunately, yeah. so if we could ask for 30-second statements from each of you. And uh, Erica, we'll begin with you. Um, I would just say, you know, I've pushed the taxes and the economic stimulus uh, in every other statement, but what is of most important to me, importance to me is our public health and safety, which I find uh, needs dramatic uh, reassessment. The idea that the city of Burlington and the state's attorney have decided that leaving people out on the street to suffer in their addiction and their mental illness is what they're calling mercy. And if anything else, we can do much better than that for the people that are suffering on our streets. Sarah, your closing statements, please. Well, I, I do agree. We, we do need to serve our most vulnerable, and I think we need to do it um, at, in a collaborative way with our neighboring communities and really try to get to the heart of it. Um, I think some of these initiatives like the Housing Trust Fund gives you a modest edge. My experience with housing finance and homelessness and services I think will bring a, a good perspective to the council. And I think I can balance priorities. I had to do that when I was director of the Ron Housing Finance Agency a lot. And sometimes it's hard to know what people's priorities are. And I think I can bring that balance to the council. Very good. We want to thank both our candidates for joining us here this evening at the uh, debate table. A reminder to join us for complete town meeting results beginning at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, March 3rd. And please don't forget to go out and vote. For all of us at Channel 17, I'm Matt Kelly. Thank you for watching. Good night.